Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A lot of activity coming up in the near future with regards to our service members. And some of these service members, they're never going to be the same. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, next week, Holly, I will be arguing at the Federal Court of Appeals on behalf of a lieutenant colonel in the United States Marines and then also a Navy commander, a commander of a Navy warship. And this is our case in Tampa, right before Judge Meredith. This is the case in Tampa. We've been defending these two for what quite some time. Yeah, now. going all the way back to October of 2021 for over we, a year. We got injunctions for them, and then now the DOD has come back and uh, fought against that. Yeah, right? so they're they're the ones who appealed the case. So they will go first during the oral argument. I will be the one going next, and then they have time to reply and then we'll wait for the ultimate decision. So continue to keep this case in your prayers. We have several different cases going on at the same time with regards to our service members. This one is the one that we got the injunctions on first. It's the Navy commander of a warship and the lieutenant colonel in the United States Marines. And this uh, situation began back in February where they were about ready to be disciplined for refusing to take the COVID shots they refused to do so because of their sincerely held religious beliefs as a result of these shots uh, being associated with abortion or aborted fetal cells. Uh, they did not want anything to do with them, and so they refused. And, you know, it's such a privilege to, to defend military members such as these two, for example. They love God. They love their country. They love serving God in their country, but they won't you know, submit to no. uh, a shot that has They're a They're highly, highly skilled. Highly intelligent, just highly experienced. Very full of integrity yes. and love of God, love of country. It's the kind of people you'd want in the military. Exactly. Uh, one of them has a lieutenant colonel. She's listed as lieutenant colonel two in the litigation. Uh, lieutenant colonel two, um, she's been in the military at the time 25 years. But she's lost promotions already. She won't compromise. No, and so the Navy commander has been in the military uh, almost 19 years now. This case is the one that I'll argue next week. But then, Holly, we are coming to the end of our discovery on the Marines class action injunction that we received. That will end in the middle of December. We have a couple of other depositions to do. And then we go into trial in January of 2023 on the class action case uh, involving the United States Marines. These depositions, all this has been a lot of work. Some of our team has worked through days, nights, holidays to get this done. But again, we're privileged to defend these military people. And they've got to have this class injunction against this shot. Well, we've had about 20 depositions that we've had to take, and uh, they took all of our named plaintiffs in the case, about 14 different named plaintiffs. We have a class certification that we won at the federal court with Judge Mary Day, and that protects all the Marines that have submitted a religious accommodation request that has been denied at least at one level of the process. So they're all protected in the sense that 
you cannot remove them from the United States Marines during the pendency of this case. Uh, that trial is coming up in January, and that's for a permanent injunction. We have a preliminary injunction, and this will be for a permanent injunction to make that permanent. The uh, Department of Defense has deposed all of our plaintiffs. They haven't gotten anything that's helpful for them. We've also taken their supposed experts and found out that they really have no expertise in this specific area of the COVID shots, uh, military readiness, the effectiveness, especially the effectiveness. They have no information about whether these COVID shots are effective in preventing a disruption with military readiness. Uh, it's just all hypothetical. They say that it, it could ultimately result in a departure of military readiness. There could be outbreaks, but they don't have any evidence to point to. So uh, the depositions have been very helpful for us that we have taken of their supposed experts. We also have our own experts that we're presenting as well. And the remaining uh, couple of days that we have left in the discovery, they'll be taking our experts. But our experts are experts in treating COVID-19. Uh, they are highly credentialed doctors and scientists. Yeah, for example, like in our first hearing, we had Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, and she has testified in many different places. She's the one who is an expert in the DMED, which is the, the data that the military uses. And the facts don't lie, Matt. It shows the tremendous amount of um, spontaneous abortions the women have experienced who've gotten the shot and all the other health issues. She treats a lot of these pilots. She sees them getting cancer after the shot. She sees them getting these clots um, in cysts after the shot. She sees it firsthand. So she is motivated to help these service members get the help they need. Yeah, she's a flight surgeon uh, with over like 25 years or so in the United States Army. She testified in our hearing earlier this year in March mm -hmm. of 2022, uh, along with Lieutenant Colonel, also flight surgeon, uh, Pete Chambers. Who was injured from the Moderna shot. He was vaccinated. He knows injured. firsthand. <laughs> That's right. He was injured from it. And uh, he now is very well versed in this area. Um, he now is no longer in the Army because he had to leave because of a medical discharge as a result of the Moderna shot. But now he's a whistleblower and he's speaking out as well. So those are individuals they that have already testified in our case earlier this year, along with Dr. Stuart Tankersley, a recently retired lieutenant colonel of the United States Army as well. Those three experts were very strong. The military never brought any live testimony in any of the prior hearings or any live testimony at all. It's always been our testimony. Because they don't have the facts. And now when we are preparing for this final um, permanent injunction hearing for the Marines, uh, there's the hearing coming up in January. And the trial. The question is whether they're actually going to bring their supposed experts. They put them forth. We've deposed them, but frankly, they don't give them any benefit. They don't give them any help. Uh, they're good at putting things down on paper, but when you then question them in person, uh, they don't have the background or the information to back up what they have put on paper. And especially, one of the questions is this, to an expert of the United States Marines or the Department of Defense, what is the statistical improvement of people who would get the COVID shot 
with respect to not getting COVID over those that have not gotten the COVID shot with respect to them getting COVID. Give me some statistical proof that this is the only way that you can manage military readiness and get your troops prepared. Because they keep saying, well, the best way is everyone has to be 100%, quote, vaccinated with these COVID shots. But the results show that the most, most people get COVID are the ones who've had the shot. Yeah, so show me where you're getting your data, and they can't because it doesn't exist. Right. They can't show you that this is the only way. Is there no other way? You mean you can't have other mitigating factors, um, using various kinds of sanitation and, and testing and so forth? Is this the only way? What you're seeing happening here is this takeover of these United Nations organizations, and, and that agenda is to cede control and authority of the United States to a global entity. And one of the ways that you cede control is you give that entity not only the ability to regulate your travel, to tell you that based upon your digital passport, you don't have this shot or that shot or your medical condition doesn't match what they prefer and therefore you can't travel internationally. And then non-complying organizations could be punished in trade by the World Trade Organization. And, of course, then if they move to digital currency, they can then control digital economies around the world. And the only way is that you're going to discharge them if they don't have the COVID shot. But if you're LGBTQ and you want to go through plastic surgery, you can be put on the sideline for two years, no problem. We're not going to discharge you. But then we, we hear of all these different military people that are suffering, you know, heart problems, headaches, loss of balance, and their careers are over because they've gotten the shot. Yeah, That's not military readiness. No, in fact, we have uh, stories right in front of us of a master sergeant and also a Navy pilot. Uh, both of them are now vax injured and they won't be able to serve anymore. That's why it's so important to fight for these defenders of freedom. For more information, go to lc.org forward slash military. That's lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.